Good morning, and welcome to the Tao of June, Living an Inspired Life. Now, this morning, uh, I got a pretty long ride ahead of me. Oh, my goodness. Um, she lives all the way on the other side of uh, town, on the other side of Georgia. <laughs> There's 75 and 85. It, it kind of splits, and um, two major highways in Georgia, and it connects with another highway that goes around in a loop called uh, 285. So every every major city has, like, a loop around the city. Ours is called 285. And so I, I'm... There's traffic on 85 all the way down to 285, and then there's traffic on 285, and then there's traffic on 75. So I, <laughs> um, what usually is like a 40-minute 40 40 minute ride, um, in in the morning or, at, or in the evening during rush hours, it's like a two-hour ride. So I'm in for a long trip. I've already been on the road for a while, though, about, what, 40 minutes already? So... But it's just not moving. <sighs> but anyways, we're moving along a little bit now. Before I ramble on too much about traffic, you know, shoot, it's probably like, come on, June. It's called the Yow of June, not uh, Morning Traffic by June. Morning Traffic Report by June the Philosopher. <laughs> what I wanted to talk about this morning is something I've been going through, you know, in my mind, just going back and forth, back and forth, because right now... Ooh, I'm in a I'm in a stage of my life where there is a lot going on. A lot. Oh my goodness, this just occurred to me. Um, I I think I've used this analogy before, but uh, Mike Dooley in the book, uh, what is Infinite Possibilities? He talks about how um, whenever your life seems chaotic. Um, don't be scared, you know, just hold on, because what's happening is you're getting knocked off the track that you are on, the current track you are on, and it was leading you one way, down one path, but that's not really where you wanted to go. Deep inside, what really excites you, it just, oh my God, just fills you with this, oh wow, I can't even describe it, um, ecstasy, you know, like just, oh, just the, the, highest level of pleasure you can feel, you know, like, this is my life, really, what, you know, that kind of feeling, wow, that gratitude, deep gratitude inside, and just that feeling of feeling so lucky, um, that's the track you really want to be on, but you're not on that track right now. You know, the current track you're on is just, uh, I can, I can work with this. I can work with this life. I, you know, I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll do my best to with this. You know, it's not. That's not really what you want. You want this. Wow, this is my life. You know, that's what you want. So, in order to go there, you know, life has to knock you off your track. And during that time, when you're going from one track to the next. That in between time is chaotic. You get shaky, and it's gonna feel like your whole life is just out of control. But it's not. You're just going towards the right track right now. Um, if you're going through anything like that, because that's what I'm going through right now. Uh, but it's a different kind of. Uh, because before, whenever I felt like I was getting knocked off my tracks and uh, everything was chaotic, it was usually financial. It was always kind of financially based. You know, I'm like, oh my god. But now it's not financial, it's more emotional. Um, and I'm going through a lot, just very busy, you know, just 
everything. Money, though, is no longer a big issue. No longer an issue at all for me. For me, money's not an issue. Um, for my ex-partner, of course. I think it was always the issue. You know, but it always will be. Nothing wrong with that, of course. You know, it's it's uh, that that uh, I got to take care of my children. I got to make sure my offspring are able to eat, you know. So I get it. I get it. And that's why I am so happy and grateful now that money just comes to me from multiple sources. You know, in increasing quantities on a, on a continual basis. Oh, my God. So, and I told I told my um, ex, ex-wife now. I mean, I got to call her that now, right? I, I told my ex-wife um, when she came up this past weekend with the girls, or came down. They're in Tennessee right now. But when they came down from Tennessee last weekend, this past weekend, I, I told her, like, you don't need life insurance. As long as you don't change the bank account or whatever, you know, if I die, just don't change any of the information. And it, the money, it will just keep going into the uh, bank account and just keep using that. That's like life insurance, you know? Uh, from The money from all the passive income, it keeps growing. YouTube, uh, Amazon, uh, the book sales, royalties uh, from that, and, um, the, you know, because affiliate links. And then also money from, oh, I get this podcast. So money from, I just, you know, multiple sources. And it, it's always, like it's increasing all the time. Like the money that comes in keeps going up. And it, it it keeps coming in every month. So I was telling her, like, don't worry about it. If I die, I mean, just don't change anything. The money will keep going in there. And I even told her, like, I'm I'm watching this guy, Joe Robinette, on YouTube. Some of his streams are like 10 hours long because he just goes out there into the wild wilderness, you know, into the forest and stuff in Canada and just survives on his own. You know, he shows how to do, do it. Make shelters on your own out of scratch. <laughs> and he hunts with the recurve bow, you know. Oh, my God. So I was, I'm was i really into that. I've always been. Um, you know, I, oh, my goodness. I've always been into those survival shows and stuff. So... I just find it fascinating, and I feel like whenever I shoot my bow and I go looking for the arrow because I, I'm not a good shot right now, um, whenever I'm, like, walking around, you know, like, looking through the leaves, trying to find my arrow, I feel like, wow, this is probably what, you know, people did back in the day. Well, not everyone, probably just the... <laughs> The slow, the slow ones like me, you know, the ones that can't really get it right, you know, uh, they're, you know, I was like, wow, a long time ago, this is probably what they were doing. I don't know, it just kind of made me feel like a connection to history or something, you know, like, wow, maybe my ancestors were bad at shooting too, and they were walking around the forest looking for their arrows, <laughs> you know, it's been passed down to me, a long line of um, bad shots, you know, <laughs> misters of the mark so to speak, um, has, that gene has been passed down to me. I've been blessed with this gene. So I, now, I, now I take nice long walks in the forest, you know, little profile thing. <laughs> I enjoy long walks in the forest because I cannot find my arrows that I shot. <laughs> but where I'm going with this is, oh, not to brag. I Oh, my goodness, it, it sounded like I was bragging, and I'm really, I'm really, really not. I honestly am not. I'm just so, 
I'm I'm shocked. I I'm the most surprised person you'll ever meet. I'm the most shocked person. I never thought this was possible for me. Never would have imagined that any of this would have been possible for me. Um, but I just kept trying. I just kept trying. You know. Wow. Even though people, you know, told me I wasn't enough. You know. But I always was. I was. I was. I was always enough. You know, I didn't have to do all, all of that. I still was enough back then, even when I didn't have all this. I realize that now. I'm still the same person, and so are you. We're all enough, and that's the idea I wanted to talk about. Because I'm struggling with this. How much is enough, right? Enough is enough, and I have more than enough right now. And I'm just thinking, like, I don't want to sit back. I don't want to just sit back and just, you know, like, of course I enjoy everything that's going on right now. But I don't want to give up this drive that I have inside of me, this this burning fire, this ambition that just I just want to keep seeing what else I can do, seeing seeing how much more I can, you know, build off of this platform that I built. You know, it's like now I have a now I have a big foundation, a firm you know, foundation that I've built, and it, it took a long time, and I just want to see what I can build on top of this, and just see what I can do, you know, with the time that I have here on earth, I just don't want to sit back, but then it's like, then another part of me, you know, the Eckhart Tolle part of me is like, oh, but, you know, you're not enjoying the now, you're not enjoying the moment, just enjoy what you have now, because it's it's, it's really good, it's like, okay, so I don't know if anyone who's listening to this, I don't know if you've struggled with this yourself, but I, I'm struggling with this. It's like, okay, so what, what do I do? I am grateful. I am so grateful. I'm so happy. Oh, I'm so happy and grateful now. But I'm also driven. I, I also have this deep desire to want to do more and to want to accomplish more. And it's not even about the money. It's not even trying to get more money or or fame or notoriety. It's not that at all. It's for the experiences. I just want more. I want more interesting, fun experiences with interesting and fun people. You know, I just, I don't know. I want to meet new people all over the world, hear their stories, hear how they live, you know, see what they eat and eat it with them. Oh, man see what they drink and drink it with them. We'll get drunk together. Uh, everything, you know. I just want to laugh with people. I just want to hug people. You know, oh my goodness. It's like, okay, but is that enjoying the now and appreciating, you know, how much you have now and just being grateful? Enough is enough, right? And how much is enough? So, I don't know. So, there's a story that Tony Robbins tells. It's about a, a king. He has a kingdom. And then he he's very ambitious. He's a very ambitious king. So, he conquers all these this land and, and he builds another kingdom. And so, he has two kingdoms now. And he hears about this man who travels around, all around, and he he doesn't own anything. He's like this monk. And he just travels around, and he just loves people, and he, people just take care of him. And But he has this lamp. And, oh, man. <laughs> Waze just told me that his police reported had. So this, this uh, 
he hears about this man, this traveling monk. The king does. I, I just want to be clear. <clears throat> I'm trying to be a better uh, storyteller. So, um, hopefully I don't jack this up. Tony Robbins, uh, I'll try to do this story justice. So, um, this the king hears about this monk who travels around. He owns nothing um, but the clothes on his back, and he has this lamp. And this magical lamp, whenever you rub it, uh, whatever you wish for, it grants you double, twice as much as what you originally wished for. So, I mean, it's incredible, right? So this king um, decides, I need that lamp, right? Because, I mean, he was like, I, I'm i a noble king, and I, I'm going to do a lot of good with that lamp, you know? And he was saying, like, that monk doesn't even appreciate what he has, you know? Because if he if he knew what he had, he wouldn't he wouldn't have just the clothes on his back, you know. Um, so he's like, I gotta I gotta take that lamp from him. I gotta get that lamp. And so he he get he calls the monk, you know, to to his palace. The monk comes and the monk's like, Wow, Almighty oh, King, I cannot believe I am here in this beautiful palace of yours. It's incredible. Thank you so much. I'm honored, you know. And the king's like, oh, no, 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 it's, it's no, nothing, you know, like, uh, I'm honored to meet you, you're a fascinating man, I hear that you own nothing, and you just travel around, I mean, how do you, how do you survive? <clears throat> and this man, the monk, he's like, well, you know, it's an interesting thing, how the universe works, um, when you try to just take care of others, and you love people, uh, pe- you know, people just take care of you, the universe just works that way. And the the king's like, you know, I see, I see, you know, that's interesting. Um, whatever, right? <laughs> that lamp that you carry around, um, I need it. And the monk is like, oh, king, um, if you know, if it was anything else, I would, I would, you know, happily offer it to you. But I just this lamp, I can't. It's been passed down through my family from generation to generation, and I, I just can't, I cannot part with it. And the king's like, I will offer you every anything you want. Just name it. I will make sure, you know, you have everything that you ask for. And he is like, I no, you know, even it's not even about that. It's not about material possessions or things or you know, I just I just can't. And the king is like, well, if you don't even know what you you don't even know what to do with it. Like I will do a lot of good with it. Just trust me. Just give, give it to me. And the monk is like, I, I'm sorry, I really can't, you know, and he he leaves, he walks out. <clears throat> and the king is now pissed, okay? The king is furious, and he's like, he tells his guards, he tells his men, um, he orders them, get that lamp. I don't care what you have to do to him, get that lamp. <clears throat> so his men chase him down, um, beat him up, take the lamp from him. And they bring it back to the king. <clears throat> so now the king has this lamp. Orders everybody out of his room, out of the you know that his chambers, I guess. You know, he orders everybody out. And once everybody was out and the doors are sealed, then he gives the lamp a rub, and the lamp says, "Oh king, what can I give you?" And the king says, "Uh, how about?" 
a thousand pieces of gold. And the lamp says, oh, a thousand? Surely you can handle two. And the king is like, oh, wow, yes, I can, yeah, of course I can use two. I was just testing this out, you know. Give me two, 2,000 pieces of gold. And the lamp says, oh, why stop at two? A, a king, you're a king. You deserve four, 4,000. He's like, wow, I love this lamp. You know, yes, 4,000 pieces of gold. And now I want diamonds. I want 10,000, you know, diamond gems. And the lamp says, why just 10,000? You have two kingdoms. You need 20,000. Oh, he says, oh, my goodness, yes, I'll take 20,000. He says, then I want I want 100 concubines. <laughs> And the the lamb says, well, I I really think a king of your stature, of your stamina, you deserve 200, 200 concubines. So the king says, oh, you are absolutely correct. That is 100% correct. And this goes on and on. Chariots, you know, everything. <clears throat> and the king gets old, starves, and dies. The end. <laughs> In that room, the king never leaves the room. He gets he he stars and dies. Boom. So the moral of the story is, he probably never even got to enjoy anything that he even wished for. You know, he was just in there in the room, just wishing away, wishing, wishing, just getting more and more and more. You know, when is it enough, right? When is it enough? And he's more and more and more and more more. And so he was suffering from this deadly disease called more. He could not enjoy what he already had. And, yeah, he, the the doors were sealed. He ordered everybody out, out to be out of the room, and he died in the room. And here's the thing. Here's the, here's the catch, the, the joke. Here's the punchline. What if there was nothing even outside that room? What if none of those wishes were even really coming true? It was just all fantasy. You know, that's the joke. What if he just died in that room and nothing actually happened outside that room? You know? Other than everybody's normal lives, of course. But for the king, those wishes. You know, what if there were not, you know, all this gold and diamonds and all this stuff outside that room just piling up, you know, for him? Um, it's interesting. That's a really interesting story. But I don't know. It's like, okay, so that's, I get, the, I understand the point. Enough is enough, and I need to enjoy what I have, and I do, I'm, I'm enjoying it, I really am enjoying it, but I don't want to just, how long can you lay on the beach, right, and just keep drinking Mai Tais and margaritas, like a beached whale, you know, I don't know, I just, before you just get bored, and just like, I mean, this is nice and fun and all, but I want, I want that thrill, I want that feeling of making progress towards a meaningful goal, you know, it's like, oh, man, I, I, I'm, I want that, I want that excitement, that thrill of living, you know, this is life, these challenges, you know, like, facing challenges, looking for opportunities that other people call problems, you know, but not you, you see them as opportunities. Ashton Kusher says, opportunities usually look like problems, you know, it usually looks like work, you know, because it comes dressed in overalls, and it looks like work, but it's actually opportunities, so, 
I don't know. I just I'm, I'm struggling with this right now. I'm at this. this Whoa, please report ahead. Um, so I better put this. Oh, I'm just kidding. I better not make any inappropriate jokes. Ruin this good point that I'm trying to make. Um, <laughs> so that's where I'm at right now. I'm not sure if anybody right now can relate to what what I'm going through right now. I'm at this point where I just I just feel like I I have more than enough, more than I ever could have imagined I would have ever had. But the, but then what? What does that mean? Does that mean I just I just stop? I just check out? I just re, re, oh, okay? I'm I'm cool now. Yeah, I'm just gonna chill. Netflix and chill for the rest of my life. I don't know. I don't think that's gonna make me happy. This makes me happy. Going to my client's house today, you know, seeing doing another opportunity. You know, it's not a problem. It's not a you know, it's not work. It's it's an opportunity to to hand scissor another poodle, a standard poodle. You know. Really test my skills and try to get better every t- every single time, you know, like and grow and really put all my effort into it, you know. It's like I just I I love doing this and then going to the Toastmasters Toastmasters meeting tonight, like trying to become a better speaker um, and also a better evaluator. I never even knew that it took skills to be a good evaluator and not just a critic. So. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's like, I, I don't want to lose this ambition. I don't want to lose this drive, this fire that got me here. You know, I don't want to just coast from now on, just because I'm in a good place. Because what if I'm, what if I've climbed this mountain now, this incredible peak that I just never thought I could have ever climbed. You know. And now I'm at the top, and I see this other mountain now, and it just looks so incredible. It, the the challenge, you know, now I got, it looks like i got to scale a couple of places. It looks really difficult, you know? So, I mean, I guess, you know what? You know what? Maybe I'm at the stage of my life now where <clears throat> I'm starting to go down this mountain and towards this other mountain now, this other bigger mountain that looks more challenging but also much more beautiful and more rewarding <clears throat> so maybe i maybe yeah i've been chilling at, at at the top of the mountain for a little bit and now i'm starting to go down this mountain that's why it's starting to feel easy my life is starting to feel much more easier cuz i'm going down this mountain now and maybe i'm going to start facing really difficult challenges in a little bit <laughs> maybe that's why i feel this way right now like wow do I just chill? Enough is enough, or do I just keep going? I think, I think it feels like even though I am still walking, because I'm not climbing now, because I'm descending, maybe that's why it feels like it's less effort, much less effort now, and I'm enjoying this experience. I'm looking around. I'm taking in the sights. And yeah, but I'm about to go up another mountain soon, and it's gonna be much more challenging. The problems, oh no, I just the opportunities that I'm going to face are going to be much more daunting. Are going to be much more intense than the pro, uh, than the than the opportunities and the situations that I have had to um, 
overcome up until this point. And maybe everything I went through up until this point, I had to in order to give me the strength to start climbing the next mountain that I'm about to start climbing. Wow, this is really interesting. I never really thought about it this way before. Wow. You know what? I might not de- I might not delete this one. <laughs> I might just publish this one because wow, this is I like wow, this is almost like a therapeutic for me. Like I'm I'm really like just talking this out out loud to imaginary pers- people in my car. For real, I I just pretend that I have like four people like in my car. We're all carpooling here to and you know, like a production team and I'm just like talking. I'm just talking. Everybody's just like, you know, on their phones. One person's rolling their eyes and I'm just I'm just talking out loud on my thoughts with to these people during traffic. I think you know, like I just but wow, it's like just gets getting my thoughts out and hearing them out loud. Oh, it's really interesting. So okay, well then I'm not gonna trip. I'm not gonna trip about nothing. I'm just gonna enjoy this this downhill um walk that I'm enjoying right now. I'm walking down the mountain that I just climbed. It was it was very fun, it was very challenging, it was very rewarding, you know, and I got so much out of it. I got so much out of the journey. But now I'm climbing down that mountain, and everything's feeling very easy now. I'm enjoying the weather. I'm taking in the sights. The birds are singing. That I'm noticing that now. <laughs> and you know, and I'm just gonna enjoy it. I'm just gonna enjoy this as much as possible. I'm just gonna relax and chill for a little bit because I'm about to start climbing. But I don't want to relax too much because then I don't want to lose the strength either. That I've that I've all the muscle that I've gained. If I relax too much, if I rest too much, I'll start losing, losing the strength, right? Losing my strength, and so I don't, I don't want to rest too much either. So I want to keep busy. I want to keep busy like I am now. Keep, keep every single day is scheduled something. I got, I got activities. I'm very busy now. I'm gonna keep doing that. That way, I don't lose my edge. I don't lose, you know, I don't lose touch. <clears throat> and so I'll still have my strength. I'll still have. Every, I'll still have everything that, you know, I've gained f- till now. So when I start climbing that next mountain, boom, I will be ready to really tackle it. I'll really be able to hit it hard. So, wow. Oh, my goodness. So that's where I'm at right now. Oh, and, and, I mean, if you guys are on Anchor, send me a message when you hear this. Let me know your thoughts. I mean, do you think it's it's like, you know, there is a such thing as just just a point where you just relax and stop because I don't think I ever will. Even at, like if I'm still alive at 80 years old, I think I'm still going to be working, like trying to maybe book a speech or something at a, at a Toastmasters club or something, you know. Um, I would I would still try to do stuff and keep active and share my ideas because it, it's what makes me feel like I'm living. <laughs> it's what gives me the thrill of life, excitement and happiness, you know. Like anyways... I don't want to go on too much. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's it's just interesting. I think it's finding a balance, right? It's about finding a balance. About, like, enjoying what you have. Enjoying your life. But also 
you know, always climbing that next mountain, right? Always looking for that next mountain to climb, that next challenge. I hope, I hope this inspires some ideas in your in your mind. And I really appreciate you joining me in my traffic ride. I still I still got a few hours left, but I'll let you guys out. People just want to get out now. So you know what? I know we're in the middle of the highway. I know we're over, you know, on an overpass right here, this bridge. But I'm walking. I've had enough. I've had enough of this guy. I've been on my phone, blatantly ignoring him, you know, right in front of his face. And he just keeps talking. He just keeps looking straight forward and just keeps talking. Oh, my goodness. And he gets so into it. He gets so into it, all his hand gestures and everything. Nobody's nobody's watching him, you know, except the people in the other cars. <laughs> I'm out of here, you know. Okay, fine. I'm not even going to stop the car because we're just rolling at, like, two miles an hour. Go ahead and get out. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Thank you so much for putting up with my bad jokes. I honor the light in you that is also in me. Namaste.